So in a minute, you're going to hear the normal introduction to our normal episode, uh, though a very special episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Uh, this right here, though, this is a separate introduction uh, because I'm stupid again. Yep. Um, so it's now two out of three weeks where I fucked up. Um, but the audio quality is terrible for this episode, uh, which makes me sad beyond belief because it's also our last episode. So we wanted to give a brief little introduction now that I realized that the mics weren't plugged in properly uh, or at all or at all. Um, and we were recording off of the laptop audio, which just is, you can kind of hear me badly and you can certainly barely hear John and Joe. So the episode's still going to go up because it's our last one. And, uh, you can kind of hear our sentiments a little bit. Um, so feel free to listen at your own. It's a good conversation. If you can hear it, I don't know how well you can hear it at this point. Um, but I'm going to, this is going to be at the beginning and the episode will kick off. So I, I want to apologize for the audio issues. Thankfully, I realized it before these guys left so we could at least have a little thing. Um, but yeah, the, we kind of go into it uh, about why we're ending things just because it's, there's not really a lot coming out that's exciting anybody. And so we're, you know, just going to kind of make a nice logical conclusion here. Instead of letting it fizzle. Yeah, instead of, you know, forcing people to kind of make it a job instead of a a fun a hobby, hobby thing that we do. Um, so, but I didn't want to have it just go up and have it sound like absolute shit without some kind of explanation. So that's what this is. Um, but anything that you guys want to to get out there before the episode starts, even if it's just a reiteration of something they may hear later on in the hour plus episode that we have. Just a, a thank you for listening. You, you said it, Adam, that, that, yeah, that part for... would probably be better heard. Yeah. But... but you know, it, it bears reiterating Yeah, in, in more audible quality. Um, but also, uh, wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so again, uh, I will reiterate, thank you to anybody that, that listened at any point in the last almost four years, 189 episodes, uh, just of this show that we did, let alone the 30 plus or however many it was of the main event podcast that we also did. Um, but didn't want to just put the episode up without some kind of explanation as to what happened. And we're also not going to re-record the whole thing cause that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and but, like I said, I thought it was a very good discussion and it'll be hard to try and replicate it duplicate it falsely yeah um so yeah so this is just a a brief little introduction to explain why the rest of the episode will sound so crappy um i blame my sadness on the ending of the podcast for my inability to make sure something was plugged in but i guess that's the best way to go out is let it let it go terribly uh, terribly i guess let it sink um yeah, that, that way no one's clamoring for more. You know, you hate when you have that season finale and it's really good and you just don't get to finish it. Um, this will be like, oh, good. The and show really clunker. dipped in quality. Yeah. I and mean, they lost the whole episode and then Adam forgot to plug into the microphones. Let's just quit. End it with a clunk. Let's just end it. Um, It'll so sound way. better if you put it in your toilet and just have it reiterate around on the toilets. It's already yeah. echoing enough. Yeah, so it'll be totally fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, the, get ready for the final episode of the Broom Clock Podcast Gamescast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gamescast, as always, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And I'm Joe. 
And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Bird Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. You took a really long time with the pause that you put in front of the introduction. Mm-hmm. They don't hear that, but we do. And I was very, like, Getting very Wait, they don't hear what gap? Oh, the five seconds? No, the five seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you took an extra amount of time. I was like, well, it's always five seconds. It's the exact amount of time for the intro. And I leave that in there, and I take uh, the peek behind the curtain. I take that dead time, that, those five seconds, to then get a sound sample for the program to then look for other similar, like, scuffles and wind, you know, fan noise and just ambient sounds so that way they can remove those from the rest of the episode. So if we ever take a pause or a beat, you don't all of a sudden hear like <laughs> So yeah, that's how I did Yeah, that's part of the editing. <laughs> the removal of that noise was what caused me to lose the episode two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. It was in the like I used that little segment. I then went through, was like, okay, find this, delete it, and then like it crashed. And then because it was trying to rewrite the new sound files without that, it was just like, well, no, there is no sound files. What are you talking about? It's, it's just gone. It's all gone. Well, we can't write, so we're just not going to try. And that's what happened. Yeah. So I, I apologize to you, Joe. In person now and on the podcast for losing an episode that you were a part of. Well, I mean, I guess we can start there because you didn't really get to tell the story. I kind of gave the Reader's Digest version of the story. But the reason you came on that week was to talk about your purchase of a next gen system. How are you feeling about that purchase three weeks on now? Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You sound so happy. Can you can you even see him anymore? He's like over the moon. Yeah, uh, I mean, we talked about it. I'm, I'm at lost. I'm assuming, but when I you know, when I pre-ordered the Xbox Series X, I was like, it almost was unintentional. Like I just kind of wanted to see if I could. Like I was like. I had such a hard time trying to get the PlayStation 5. Like, let's just see if I could get the thing. And then the, the actual transaction went through, like, super easily. And I was kind of like, oh, wow. I, I honestly was not expecting that to actually work. Well, yeah, because there were other, like, there was other stories during the day of websites crashing and, like, you know, people not being able to load their cart. And, like, some of the similar things that happened during the PS5 launch yeah. were happening to Series X people as well. And you just... Well, like, at first I, like, went to... Best Buy and Amazon and GameStop's website. I mm-hmm. had those all pulled up to just kind of see if I could. Um, and then, like, I, I tried doing that on those ones for, like, five minutes and it didn't work. So I was like, yeah, like, obviously this is just what it was. So I was like, well, let me try Walmart just to see what happens. Yeah. And I switched over to Walmart and it went through, like, right away yeah. on Walmart.com. And part of me was like, is this, like, a glitch or something like that? Like, Did I buy a 1X? <laughs> yeah, did, did something weird happen there? Um but it, it went through, so yeah. I was kind of like, okay, like I, I guess I have an Xbox Series X now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I kind of talked myself into like being quasi excited for it because I was like, all right, like you know, you're dumping five hundred dollars on something, you might as well try and get excited for it. Yeah, oh. well, like I, I technically haven't paid for it yet. They charge you like at the time of it yeah. coming out. Instead of actually like going through, yeah. So I didn't like take any money out of a bank account or anything like that. And like always, next gen systems I mean, are exciting. So I mean, you kind of get yourself worked up in that frenzy well, anyway. Normal, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's literally nothing coming out on the place or the Xbox 
Series X. Yeah, they're all technically still Xbox One X games that are smart delivery to Series X yeah. with game boosts. I, I pre-ordered Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Which you were going to get anyway. I mean, yeah, I was going to get it for the Xbox One anyway. Yeah. Just because I get all the Assassin's Creed games. But I was like, well, now if I get it, like, I can play it on a fancy new system with the yeah. ray tracing, yada, yada. But I still don't know, like, how much of an advancement it is over, the, uh, like, the old one. Like, how much of a gap is the upscaling from the Xbox One version to the Series X version? Yeah. I haven't really seen anything that, like, showed what the difference was. I haven't really looked for it. But, yeah. Like, I would have figured there would be those, those like, oh, there's a comparison video. Like, see how it runs on this one? See how it runs on that one? They did with that or the Wisp or whatever the second one. Yeah, they did that in the stream, in one of their streams. Right, and I couldn't even tell the difference. I was like, oh, 60 frames per second kind of looks smoother, but also an indie title and it's like it's not the, it's not the game to show that like uh you know uh, halo infinite would have been the game to show that or if gears 5 like or, yeah <laughs> if it didn't look like that. Did show gears 5 actually um uh in the series s uh breakdown video or mm-hmm. breakdown, but they showed uh comparison side by side between whatever's running now and 120 frames per second which i think it's gonna run and like yeah that looks smoother but it also like that entirely depends on your next true i mean similar to it and it's not I don't know that it'll look this way necessarily on Xbox because I think they were showing it off for PS5. But did you guys see the comparison of NBA 2K21, like the first gameplay look? Oh, I did. Yeah, that's nice. 2K20. I mean, it looks leaps and bounds better than the current PS4 version. Yeah, I watched um, the, uh, the PlayStation or the Spider-Man mm. PS4 versus PS5 one, but that's more of a upscale. Well, that's a remaster. It's a remaster, different, not like yeah. whatever this weird yeah. Yeah, and like I guess technically the NBA one is a different game too because you're not getting that as a free upgrade. Like you've got to pay for that uh, or buy it straight up separately as you know the PS5 game. This might have been like their proof of no, really, you should be buying this. The Mamba edition, right. like at you both, or just wait and buy the seventy dollar like new version. Yeah. Uh, but it does look like amazingly it better. It does look fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but like I kind of want to play it because of how realistic it looks. I'm not going to buy it for $70, but I'm sure I'll find a PS5 copy to get GameStop within the month yeah. of it coming out to be like, oh, yeah, this is actually really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was looking for the silver lining, the thing to like, try and get myself excited, and I thought, um, I was like, well, Game Pass seems like it's going to be a thing that's going to be worth it for and- this point. Yeah, and that's what they're selling for the next gen is Games Pass. Yeah, so like I, I went and I signed up for the Games Pass Ultimate subscription thing that they do, um, which I didn't realize it also includes Xbox Live. Yeah, it's all lumped together now, so they don't have like the tiers of Xbox Live anymore. Yeah, now they just have tiers of Xbox um, Games, Pass. Games Pass, and you can't even buy I think years or three months. Of, three months and one month. Or one month is only there, but for automatic renewal. Yeah. Um, but you can't buy three or six at all. Yeah. You have to buy it either a year or just let it lapse, and then it'll automatically charge you every month. Yeah. Uh, which I had, I still had like I'm on my uh, year Xbox Live, so I'm like expired like decades ago. I mean, I still not that much ago, but like maybe a year ago. Um, does it does it extend? That's what I wasn't sure of. I was trying to figure out like is, is my bill going to be a little bit cheaper because I'm already paying for the Xbox Live for the year, or or will you just have that remaining time left over for whenever you cancel? Or yeah, is this, is when my Ultimate gets canceled, does it then pick up from the Xbox Live? So yeah, I don't I'm know. not sure. I could, they charge me the full fifteen dollars for the first month when I sign up for it. Yeah. So. 
But yes, because they do find knocks in a lot. You're paying for the 15 bucks now, so you get all the downloads and stuff, but at the end of the month, you're back to just having regular gold. Yeah, Which, probably. I mean, gold doesn't exist anymore, but you have just regular you can stream see, and play yeah, online. Yeah, you can see. But you can't have access to the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went and I, I went through the, um, the uh, Pass Ultimate mm-hmm. library that they have. Yeah, yeah. And I, and, I said to myself, like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get excited for Games Pass. Uh, and then I went through the Xbox Games Pass library, and it's filled with everything. Everything in there that I want to play, I already have. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's, it's a weird proposition for you because you're someone that usually buys most of the big first-party games on Xbox. Like, even, even, like, the independent stuff. Yeah. Um, the, the thing was that there was a ton of, like, independent games on there that I already have on the Switch. Mm. Is a thing because I always buy like some of the indie games on the Switch to get Yeah. So I had like Karen, it had uh, uh, Untitled Goose Game, Bad North, all of these games. Like the Power Rangers games on there too. The Power Rangers yeah. game, yeah. Um, so all of these like indie games that I had on there, I, I, I download them with the pretense of saying to myself, like, well, now I can play them again and get achievements. Yeah. But uh, which is cool, I, I guess. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried. I started playing something that's gone like, I like Bad North on the Switch, so I was trying to play Bad North on the Xbox, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's still the same game that I already played six months ago. Yeah. I don't care enough to want to play through it all again just to get the yeah, and I think it's 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 different to jump in as someone like you now because you have all of those games where you're going to see the value and maybe you just have to cancel for a month or I guess you're paid up until release date now anyway is when those first-party launch games come out, like Medium or whatever. I don't even know what the launch line of this right is. But like, it, that's where you're going to find the value in... Like, because you, if you have Games Pass for four months and a game comes out every four months, it's the same as buying that game. But you can play all these other games, is essentially what it breaks down to. Yeah. So, like, you won't see the value in it now because you own already all of those games, or you've had Xbox Live Gold for long enough where you got those games for free at some point. Uh, but where you're going to see the value, I guess, is going forward when new games come out. So, stop buying games in three or four months' time. It's worth actually having. I mean, yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. Like, and when it comes to like the little indie games, like I said, I'd much rather play them on the Switch anyways. Yeah. I can play them handheld mode. Yeah. Like, and they're cheap enough to warrant not having to pay them subscription month too. Yeah. Um, I, I downloaded some of the other games that were on there that I had. Like, I downloaded Grounded. I didn't play it at all. Did you play Breakfast? Uh, I already owned Breakfast oh, okay. on PlayStation Four. That game is fun. Yeah. I like that game. Um. Uh, WWE 2K20, you can download that. You can bring a lot of that. I downloaded uh, the fucking pirate game again, Sea Thieves. Yeah. Uh, just because I was like, eh, we'll see how like it, how it is now compared to what it like first came out when I played it. Yeah. Just had plenty of time to like get updated and stuff. Uh, I didn't play it at all. Do you want to play it, Joe? I can play it on my phone. We can we can be pirates together. Do you have Games Pass? I think I signed up for like the trial month thing because I had the games preview, which I don't think still works anymore. But I think I have, like, a one-month free, whatever. You get the trophy for playing your violin in your boat tank? Uh, well, I, I, I think I got that uh, way back. I, I played a lot of Sea of Thieves, actually, when it came out. Really? Like, me the Skip and, was into it. Me and Skip and uh, someone else played, like, a bunch of it. Uh, and it is a, like, fun game. It's just, like, 
at the time it was super barren. Yeah, there wasn't really much to do. There was not much to do. Yeah. It, so it was like, yeah, you were kind of having a little bit of fun, sailing your <laughs> boat around. Now what? I don't know. We're kind of like pirates, maybe a it's little a bit. For, yeah. Let's go find a treasure chest. Let's go find another treasure chest. Yeah. Let's go find another treasure chest. <laughs> yeah. And it was just that. So it, it, it was one of those things where it was like the concept is interesting, the execution is pretty poor, and that's why I said I wanted to kind of give it another try. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have no one to play it with. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, yeah. Now he's up in New York, he's probably looking for something to do. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll play it on, on X Cloud. Yeah, I'll play it on X Cloud, it'll be totally fine. I have my Xbox controller, I'm ready to go. And I won't. So now I'm just kind of at the point where I'm like, I don't even know if I can do anymore. Do you still want a, a, a PlayStation well, in, like, in the near future? I, I want a Series X in the sense that, like, I. I always buy the new consoles anyways. Yeah, you got all the other this, Xboxes. This generation of new consoles has, like, nothing it's to weird. be excited about. It's almost, it's more akin to the, like, Xbox One X PS4 Pro of four years ago than it is to the PS4 Xbox One of seven years ago. Yeah. Like, it's, there, most of the games that you're going to be playing, you can still play on the console you already have but these will look prettier. And then eventually it will be one of those things where you just have to. So like, it's, it's a weird generation in that it's the most half step generation of like that we've ever had. Yeah. On on both of these systems, there is one game that I want to play coming out in anywhere in the near future. Dark Souls. Demon Souls Souls Remastered. Demon Souls Remastered is the only thing coming for the next couple of months. That, that, I mean, that you can't already play on anything. That I can't already play yeah. on. Like, I can play Miles Morales on the PS4. Yep. I don't need to buy a PS5 to do that. I can yeah. play Assassin's Creed Valhalla on my Xbox One I, or my PS4. Yeah. I don't need to actually buy a new console for that. So there's one game, and it's a remake of a game. Yeah. I, if I really wanted to play it, I could plug in my PlayStation 3 and play it. I yeah. have it on PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. It's not the remastered one, but at least I can play it. So I, I'm just like, eh, like, eh. So, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll get it and I'll hold it in my hand and I'm sure I'll be like, fuck it, I'll unbox it and I'll hook it up and I'll... You're going to eventually keep it, I think. I, I, I it's so hard. It. One, it's so hard to get that new thing and yeah. to not keep it. I don't know if it blew me, though. Like, it was hard to pre-order, but those are the people who were like, going to for it. Like, no, I mean, like, it's going to be hard to, like, go to the store, pick it up, have it in your hand, and be like, yeah, I'm going to get rid of this now. And I don't want to, like, resell it because after years of working at GameStop, like,
So, yeah, I mean, those people are the worst. So I guess you could do that, Joe. Just stand outside the Walmart and just try to sell it for $700 cash. Well, to the person who has cash. To me. Oh, okay. They didn't do store pickup. It was uh, for your own weight. Gotcha. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if there's going to be a price. I don't know. Like, there was a rush to pre-order, but those are the people who were, like, gung-ho wanting to get the system. I mean, like I said. I'm sure there are people who missed out, though, who still want it launch day or launch week. Right, but they're, they're not going to just ship pre-orders to stores. Like, they're going to have some extra for the, the people who are going to show up. You're yeah. Like, yeah, maybe the first week they sell out, but, I, like, I have a feeling this is going to be, like, uh, Super Nintendo... Yeah, I don't know what the supply chains are going to be like for this just because like COVID obviously threw a wrench into getting things created. And I remember seeing when the Series X went up for pre-order, there were pictures online of everyone's like local GameStop that had the flyer on the window that says like, we have eight Series Xs and two Series Ss and like, that's it for pre-order. So, like, I don't even know what... I'm sure there will be extras. There almost always is. Uh, I just don't know that there'll be 20 sitting in the back for the 20 people online or whatever. So, I, you, know, you might be able to resell it if you really, really wanted to. You might not make a huge profit. Nor the, not, not are you necessarily looking to, either. I mean, I could also just cancel my pre-order, but that feels like a waste. Yeah. I mean, it's worth holding on. They haven't charged me yet, so... Yeah. Well, and granted, you could even just get it shipped to you and then just return it to the store. True. And then someone would be able to go into the store and be like, oh my god, they have one? I can't or believe it. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not looking to scalp or like make a profit, but you know, the option exists for you to just be able to make somebody's day essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you might and like you might not know somebody that wants it, but like Skip has enough Xbox friends where he could probably, you know, get the information for somebody to be like, Hey, I'm looking for a Series X. Like I'll I'll buy it for face plus shipping or whatever. But, I mean, like, ultimately, I know me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to end up keeping it. Yeah, this is just a fun hypothetical. I've had, I've had, like, two months to mull it over, and the ultimate outcome is going to be me keeping it and me hooking up to one and being all giddy to even hook it up to yeah. play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Which, does that come out the same day, or does that technically come out earlier? Like, Well, it, it comes out the same day, but the uh, Walmart shipping is yeah, but it's not like it's one of those games where like, oh, technically Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming out this week, but then the enhanced edition is a month from now. No, yeah, it's the same. Gotcha. I didn't remember the release date for it. Yeah, the Yeah, but they're like obviously like NBA already exists on PS4, and then you're just getting the enhanced version when the PS5 comes out. So like, I wasn't sure if Assassin's Creed is one of those. Where like it comes out in October, and then the smart delivery version is the same day and date as the console. Like on the on the actual like box on the front of the Xbox One and Xbox Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because everything is back compatible, forward compatible. Yeah, well, technically, I think everything is smart delivery on Xbox. But that's what I mean. There isn't, there isn't anything anything. Everything is Xbox One game has smart delivery on it. There isn't a single series X title out. Yeah. Everything yeah, I think, is a smart delivery. Yeah, I think they said for the first year there wouldn't be. Yeah. Medium might be the first, but I don't remember. I don't know that's the one where it's like it's rendering two different like games, two timelines games. at the same time. 
um, Bloomberg games, so the developer, they would make um, the Portrait of Fear or whatever that was. Walking simulator oh, where yeah. you're like, you go into the same room over and over again, the time can get I've seen, the, up. I've seen the poster of that. They also made another one. Um, so I think this is like the fourth panel. Um, but this one looks like more, it's not a walking simulator anymore. This one's like an action. Yeah, and it like renders two different environments like at the same time. Like it's you're essentially playing split screen by yourself, where like so someone's in the underworld and the regular world and what you do in one affects the other. Sure. So you're seeing two completely different like areas re rendered at the same time. Yeah, so you play, I, I haven't even really looked at the list for mm -hmm. the next one. I think it's like, yeah, I think it's like so, spring, okay. something like that. I think it was supposed to be a launch title and then mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, But That's the nice. Silent Hill uh, uh, screen, uh, the guy writes music for all the sounds and stuff. Didn't write music for this. So, yeah. so get ready for spookies. Creepy music, ready. Right? I guess their claim to fame is aren't those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's where I am. I'm still going to keep an eye out for a PlayStation. Players, mm. if you're not for sure. That's right. Um, but, uh, I just, and then he even likes it. What else, what is coming to the PlayStation after Miles and Demon Souls? I mean, Horizon Bug Forbidden Snacks. West. Oh, you mean launch? Yeah. Yeah, Bug Snacks is confirmed launch, which they just put out a bunch of new info on. It looks like it's a Pokemon Snap style Pokemon type mm -hmm. game. Um, but it's Octodad, so if you like that kind of humor, I guess oh, that's. Yeah. yeah, so that's where like the fun would come from all the zany craziness. Um, yeah, I, I mean, for me, in terms of launch, like I'm looking forward to obviously Miles, which I know I can get. Well, like, I don't hear like post launch. Oh, I mean, what's coming down the pipeline? Godfall? No, Godfall's launch. Uh, yeah. Um, Ratchet, the Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, I've never played a Ratchet game. Those are fun. I know. I had a weird uh, era, like, of the that whole platformer game. Mm -hmm. I don't play Jack and Dexter. I never played Clank. I never played Sly Cooper. I never played. Yeah, I never I never did at the time. Like I've since gone back to play the the first Ratchet game that I played was uh whatever the PS3 one was. Path of Destruction or something like that. Ratchet? Yeah. And so when I played that one, I then like was like, oh, this game is awesome. And then went back and played like the Ratchet and Clank collection on like PSP or something like that, where I played the original games again. Um, so those games are super fun. So that's coming out, probably launch window, Horizon Forbidden West, but that's also a backwards compatible game. Oh yeah, it's super cheap. Well, and I think it's coming as part of the like PlayStation Plus collection. Oh, that, yeah, like free collection Yeah, all those free like uh, PS4 games, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, a, it's a weird, you know, weird generational change. Um, so I'm like, I don't, I'm not surprised that you feel that way whatsoever. Like, I'm only hyped just because it is new console. It's new, fun, shiny box. Like, Yeah, that's like the only thing that's that part of me that's just like, I just want the newest, nicest thing. Yeah. yeah. 
it's just a new thing to be excited about. Well, like originally I pre-ordered. Like buying a new GoPro every single year, even though I don't need to. Do you really buy a new GoPro every single year? Yes. Oh, what do you do with all your other GoPros? So. Oh, okay. I thought you just had like a, like a shelf. Yeah, I thought you just had like a shelf of GoPros the way you have like your Nintendo console shelf. No, I like to go on vacations and travel a lot, so I would always buy a new <laughs> Not GoPro. this year, you don't. No, not this year. That's why I didn't buy the new GoPro. This oh, year. that makes sense then. Yeah. Look at you being fiscally responsible. But the new one came out, and I was like, oh, I want to buy it, but I have no reason to buy it. Now. Yeah, can't go anywhere. You can go on walks in the woods around here, I guess. That's true. They are boring. Uh, have you played anything else this week, Joe? Uh, the only thing I played this week was Hades. Okay. John, I'm sure you talked plenty about Hades last well, week. Half of it was lost, but yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, the, your original thoughts yeah, on Hades were lost. Yeah, we talked about Hades when the lost episode. Yeah, but John did catch people up last week um, to playing Hades and uh, how it's been. So, what are, like, what are your thoughts? Are you enjoying it as much as he is? Uh, obviously, you guys have talked about it off air as well. Uh, yes. Nice. It was a very good game. Um, it is weird. I'm, I've played a whole bunch of it. I, Have either of you beaten it? I just beat it yesterday. Okay. Well, as much as you can beat a rope fight. I mean, I'll speak more on that. You, you yeah. beat it and then you start over. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, like, I haven't completed the narrative because there's still shitloads of stuff that happens. They just, I mean, completing one run means that you just unlock a whole bunch of other stuff. So there is an, essentially end game content. I mean, it didn't even end. Like, I beat the final boss and then. But there's still story? There's still tons of story. Oh, okay. an entire, like, thing. Like, you have a codex that you fill out. There's an entire tier of the codex that, that just says undiscovered. Huh. Like, I haven't even gotten to that point. Yeah, so I guess technically you did. Like, I is, have you looked up now to see, like... I haven't looked up to see what the undiscovered thing is. Okay. I know some of the stuff I'm missing, like, just by... Like, Happenstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know that there are characters that haven't met. Okay. Like, by accidentally seeing stuff gotcha. about it. But there's still tons of stuff to go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to get a feel for, like, so that way nobody, you know, says anything the other person doesn't want to hear. Kind no, of. I, I, we've talked about it. But gotcha. Like, I've been playing it for 26 hours. Probably, okay. Which is impressive. A lot. Yeah. Um, but I have, like, 24. Oh, okay. And you're in, but you've gone through 36 runs, and I've gone through about 25. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I, I go through shorter runs uh, because I'm I'm playing the game differently. He's like trying to play it to beat it, whereas I'm trying to play it as like a grinding game well, to unlock everything. Than, like not to not to beat it necessarily. Yeah. Like, I want to progress the narrative, not just. Whereas so, I'm just playing to like check things off the checklist. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, you're a collector of things yeah. in games. Yeah. So, so it's, it's for me, I'm playing it as like a grindathon type game. Yeah. Like I, I do a run and I try and like I, I'm not trying to win the run. I'm trying to check as many things off the list, and because of that, my runs are shorter because my character is not like geared or spec out for actually like lasting very long yeah, throughout yeah. the run. So I'm just running through it, like just trying to do things and check things off, um, and playing like that. And like I am at like the weird point where like I'm sick of the. Like areas of the game at this point because there is only four areas of the game mm-hmm. um, and like they have their own sets of enemies that don't really change all that often they, they just get a little bit tougher kind of thing um, so I'm like sick of the uh, grind essentially well that's the thing like I'm like sick of the repetitiveness of that mm-hmm. but I'm not sick of the grind yet 
Okay. So like I still like do a run and I go, well, if I only collect like ninety more darkness, I can buy this upgrade. Yeah, yeah. So like I'll just do another run for like that ninety darkness. Yeah. And then like after that, there's like another thing that I'm like, okay, I need five more keys, so I'll just run through and try and get as many keys as I can get. Then I'll be like, okay, now I want to run through and like, uh, oh, I only need to get this one skill off of the the checklist. So I'm going to just try and keep doing this character to try and get that skill. So the collectathon is still exciting. So, the, yeah, the collectathon okay. is still exciting. Well, that's great. Uh, it's just, as I'm doing the collecting, I'm just like, I am really fucking sick of fucking Tartarus. <laughs> yeah, the starting area. Mm-hmm. I hate the um, Asphodel. I fucking don't like the, um, the dudes who, like, turn into wisps after they die. Oh, I fucking can't stand those fucking guys. So looking at Asphodel, I'm just like, I'm going to get through this. There is two characters you haven't met yet, which is weird because you've done more runs than I have. But I encountered those characters before beating the final boss. So there must be like a thing that I haven't done. So I that characters are appearing. There are different narrative traits that you have to follow with different specific characters. So like this is probably linked towards Nyx. So oh, so maybe I haven't like talked to her enough or given her enough. Yeah, and I think you haven't triggered enough dialogue with her because you haven't done it. Uh, you haven't progressed through to Hades enough. Hmm. Like, whereas I, I seem to get to the final boss pretty much every single time. I've only beaten him once. Where I don't, because, uh, you know... Right, you're just, you're just my, farming my towards not getting to win, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, like, we found out that there's um, uh, companions or, uh, like, you know, a, a little bat or something like that will follow you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are, I just said, like, companions on this cover. So, yeah. like, there's those. I know there's a whole new tier of weapons that I haven't gotten. Uh, specific characters are supposed to give you missions, which I haven't even figured out yet um, how to do. Um, there's a whole new character that shows up that does a specific thing in the run you're in um, that like changes one of the areas you're in. Um, there's grinding rooms, Joe, which like you'll there are actual runs that you can do just to do specific grinding. So like once you once you so this is all stuff that happens after the game. Yeah, this is the what uh, meeting. Uh, what's his name? The dude who I said he hadn't met yet. Tartarus. Tartarus. No, Tartarus is the first character. Oh, you see it? Whatever his name is. Your brother. Um, that happens at some point. I don't know. It happened before. I Greek name. Um, but uh, there's all that to do. Uh, there's two rooms in the building I haven't even unlocked yet. I don't know how to unlock them. Uh, so like, there's still tons and tons of stuff to do. Nice. And, 26 hours in and beat it once. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I've been doing like John and I've been trying not to look anything up online. Yeah, I don't want yeah. um, But I did at one point go on a, a Reddit thread where people were talking about something and they were saying, like, you know, oh, I'm on my, like, you know, how many times have you killed Hades? Like, oh, I'm on my, like, 20th time killing Hades. So, like, there's still, like, more stuff that keeps coming, like, after that. Yeah. You know? Was that person, like, was there any indication if that person's, like, trying to speedrun, or are they, like, in depth, no, in just like, trying to complete the narrative, they're on their 20th time? At, like, there were a lot of people just talking about, like, how many times they've beaten Hades, yeah. and, like, stuff that they're like, oh, maybe you need to beat them 10 times for this part to happen. Oh, okay. Maybe you need to beat them 20 times for this thing to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's still, like, tons of stuff to keep coming once you beat them. Yeah, and there's a, like, once you beat them, there's a list that you get when you do your next run that uh, adds modifiers that make it harder, but like, uh, once you kill certain bosses with a weapon, you get an item, 
and then like the second time you go through, you just get the, the currency, not, mm -hmm. not the, that item anymore. But yeah. then, then once it kill you, the first time, this unlocks the, the, I don't remember what the list is called, but once you check off one of those things, you get now that item again for each one of those things. So like, you get, Joe, you get like Titan Blood now, I think like 20 different times just for the first loss um, with each weapon. So mm -hmm. like now getting Titan Blood is not going to be like, oh, I don't want to spend the one of the sticks that I have right now. Like you can, you can farm for it at that point. Mm -hmm. um, so now it turns into now like upgrading and unlocking the stuff that you have to make it more powerful to then go through the runs again. Like mm -hmm. this is roguelike prime. Like this is yeah. like the best way of playing a roguelike where it's not just like, hey, go through to be like now you have a purpose for building up stuff and like yeah, there's replayability essentially right. beyond the completion right. of the final boss's destruction. Right, like I loved Dead Cell. It was my game of the year last year, or was it at least? It was on. It was on the list. Yeah, I don't remember the specific uh, placement. On it. But like that doesn't have a narrative. And like that didn't really have a reason to beat the boss over and over again unless you just wanted to like get good or like do a boss like a. Um, Run. Yeah. This is like, oh, we're giving you a purpose to keep going. Not only is there a narrative, but there's other things to unlock. Like, there's other um, weapons to use. There's other ways to get better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was the guy that we picked 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay, cool. The Greek name. Yeah, the Greek name. Gotcha. Um, but, like, this is feeling like it's giving you um, more of a reason to go through. And also, unlike other roguelikes, I feel like I'm getting better because of progress, not because mm -hmm. of knowing the enemies or because of knowing the layout or trying to run through parts faster than others. Mm -hmm. This one, I'm like, oh, I'm getting better because I'm becoming a better character rather than becoming a better player. Yeah. Which I think is cool. It's more RPG-like rather than roguelike. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably also. Uh, it seems like it sells more relies on what items you get, yeah. how good you can be at the game. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you can just start off uh, runs and be like, oh, I'm not going to use the hammer. Like, I might as well just die fast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess it was the same way. Yeah, like, I don't like the 8 bit character. I'm just going to die yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this one, I actually feel like there is progress being made. Yeah, it's more RPG than it is. Mm -hmm. It's an RPG roguelike game. Yeah. Yeah. But those extra elements is what makes it special, which is nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah, yeah, and you—I mean—you've said that. I think each of the weeks that we've talked about and this, so yeah, it's three weeks in, and it's still doing. Yeah, nice. So is Barkshaw's Legion, John, and I really feel like you're sleeping. I don't want to play a character. But you're not. You're all of the people. You can be whoever you want. That's the you beauty of the game. Or yeah. Or the uh, what's his name from Watch Dogs One? Sure, he's there too, probably. There. You're not excited for Cyberpunk, right? I'm, I'm gonna buy it. Uh, I. Don't, like, I'm not hyped for it. I'm not excited because it's something new to play, and I haven't had an interest in playing anything new for a while, other than Hades. I was going to say, except for the game that you've been gushing about for three weeks, which is well, also but, like, I also didn't know it was coming out. True. You were surprised, so, like, yeah. It was like, oh, it's out now. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, so you have something to play You for. haven't had that build-up in anticipation. Right. Like, the way Joe does for a size of Screen Valhalla. You're, um, you're going to get, are you going to get Miles? On PS4? I am, but like, I'm not stoked about it. Like, yeah. Spider-Man is something like I have to be in the mood for. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, a lot of other things like people have to get in like their like yeah, comic yeah. book mood. Yeah. And that's summer for me. So for it to come out like in November, I'm just like, oh, but like superhero time is 
six months ago, four months ago. Yeah, so I'm really nice time. So I'm, I feel like when that comes around, I'm going to be playing that. I'm going to be putting time into Avengers. Mm-hmm. I've got a ton of Spider-Man figures to open. I'm, I'm ready and ready for it. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Like, uh, I'm excited for Miles in the sense that like I like the first game yeah. a lot, and I know it's going to be good because of that, and I know like the pedigree behind it will be good. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel so burnt out on superheroes now that I'm just kind of like... No, I get that too. I just really like Miles as a character, so that's mostly why I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Like, this is also just like a... A 1.5 game? A 1.5 yeah. game. Yeah. When, because we hadn't had a really good superhero right. game ever. Or since the first... Since the Arkham... Maybe Arkham City? Because you know, Arkham Knight was underwhelming and yeah i think arkham city was probably the first like uh, great sense x-men origins wolverine listen that game was fantastic i was going to say you sounded really wrong in your tone uh given how awesome that game actually is no that game is fantastic okay it was there worth 60 dollars however i don't even know i think it might have been i mean i didn't pay that much but i definitely think it was i it was a really great super, like superhero licensed game that would have stood on its own. And granted, it just borrowed. It was just Arkham with Wolverine skin, but like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. No, it was like God of War. Oh, well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Captain America, Captain America was, was Arkham, Arkham with that. Yeah. yeah, that game was pretty good too. Yeah, right. yeah. I didn't play that one. The Green Lantern game was pretty good too. I but yeah, those came out like all around the same time. Yeah, but then also at the same time came out the Iron Man game and the Thor game, which were hot garbage. So uh, there was hits and misses, but we can all agree there was hits and misses. But the Wolverine game was fantastic. Don't you dare have that. Don't you dare take that tone with X Men Origins Wolverine, Joe. Don't appreciate it. Uh, did you guys play anything else this week? Uh, I deleted Call of Duty. Mm, nice. <laughs> was it size wise or just because it's just not a thing that you're wanting to play right so now? added another 18 gigs or something, mm-hmm. so it's now over 200 gigs, and I was already complaining it was 190, and now it's like 207 or something like that was like my final install, Yeah. and that was even delet- deleting like Spec Ops and like the other stuff I wasn't going to play anymore, but when I like logged in, it did the same bullshit where like it gave you the update, but it only gives you the update for Warzone, it doesn't give you the update for the multiplayer, so you have to go in and purchase the multiplayer mm. again, which was then another 18 gigs on top of that. And at that point, I was just like, fuck this. Um, but then I saw a bunch of like uh, streamers and stuff like that who like I follow on YouTube were talking about how just broken the game is now. Mm-hmm. So there's tons of like game-breaking glitches where um, one of them is you now have an infinite... If you do a specific thing, you have an infinite usage of your uh, side uh, from uh, deployable. Mm-hmm. So like your stim or your uh, uh, stun grenade or flash or whatever. Um, if you do a specific thing, you can use it infinitely, which caused people to just get the stim grenade or a stim uh, shot yeah. and then hide in Warzone and wait until the gas came and then just hide in the corner and stim themselves constantly. And so matches will last literally forever. Hmm. Until or, the one person who's not doing that decides to just give up. Right. So I watched a round where like a guy actually, uh, it was like a streamer who was playing and uh, he found that he he died to a cheater, which are now even worse than ever, mm. um, due to another glitch that I'll talk about. But um, he just uh, spectated the dude who was just stimming himself over and over again because the circle inevitably closes until it's nothing. Like, yeah. There's, there's like a whole... Well, it moves around still. No, it completely closes now. Oh. 
Um, so the whole map is gas. So the, the cheater didn't have the infinite glitch just because it didn't, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he was probably too worried about cheating. I was like, never need a glitch game, I can cheat. Yeah. Um, so the, it circle closed, and then there was two people on the map that were doing the stim glitch mm -hmm. at the opposite corners of the map, just stimming themselves constantly until one of them was just like, fuck it, and just left. And it, the guy said he was recording it for an hour and a half. He was like, yeah, this is like, I'm 45 minutes into my recording, and I started when I died. Wow. So, great. Yeah. And then there was another weapon that hit scans, which means that anytime you aim your bullet, your reticle on someone and shoot, regardless of what's in the path, you hit that person. So, people who were cheating were just aimbotting and just spraying bullets and murdering everyone. That's Literally fun. everyone. Nice. As long as you've got great. skill with your aimbots, that's good. The game's great right now. Nice. So seeing that, and on top of them just like not really caring about fixing other things in the game, I'm just like, I don't want to play this anymore. I mean, there's only a month left until the new Call of Duty comes out anyway, so most people are probably going to hop off multiplayer. And on, on the one side... Warzone still is on thing, so I'm sure... It'll yeah, no, Warzone still exists. Yeah, but like, if you wanted to like, you know, go back and play the multiplayer, I guess most of the cheaters will have moved on to the new game or what have you, and it might be more fun again. I don't know, I want my hard drive back, more important. Mm, yeah, it was holding it hostage for a while. Yeah, I saw people that are like, I have a 250 gig solid state drive on my computer and Call of Duty no longer fits on it. Mm -hmm. So I either have to get a separate drive for it or... I can't. Oh, yeah, we're not playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. You can't even run games off of external drives on PC. So it has to transfer over, like, a USB cable. That's not that fast. Well, the solid state ones probably have super lightning USB. If you build your rig and whatever, like. I mean, maybe there isn't. At this point, but everything's USB. Like USB transfer speeds aren't fast enough to run. I don't have a solid state hard drive. I don't have all the cords and cables. I think it was like a hybrid solid state. Nothing has solid state drives except for the new solid state. super expensive still. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I was thinking. No, you don't have to run out. If you want to keep playing this game, you got to run out and buy like a five hundred dollars solid state hard drive. Yeah, exactly. So just ridiculous. I gave up on that. And I'm like. I liked playing the alpha for uh, Black Ops, but it's just not a franchise I care about, and mm -hmm. like and not a time in history I care about either. So it's like, did you play the beta weekend this weekend at all? I did not. I saw it went up, and like it was in the like the war zone or whatever like launch window, and mm -hmm. said like download now. And then I was like, um, okay, so I went to the store and downloaded it, and then I was like, you have updates waiting, and then that started the whole chain yeah. of now I have now I'm gonna delete everything because it runs through Warzone. Oh, weird. The alpha didn't. Alpha was a separate it doesn't, doesn't. Like, yeah. you can, there is a window that like oh, you could if possible. you wanted to but you don't sure. have to okay. yeah um, but I didn't know if the beta did like the alpha was a separate thing True. Like, it was a completely separate download of the beta was it? Yeah. so I just was like I'm just clearing my life <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the call to clear all of this out I mean it felt good when I did it like, I'm going to get this off my hard drive and not have to have this like fucking checklist thing every single day I see I'm doing the daily challenges the brokenness now I'm doing checklists and once I get the PS5 I'm just going to have the PS4 be just Call of Duty Warzone it's just going to make the whole the whole 500 gigs is just going to be yeah. terabyte it's, it's all just going to be there. Broken. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I played more Mario 35 this week because I love that game. Because I, I am good at it. I'm not like the greatest at it, I would I, assume. Uh, um, yeah, we haven't talked about this at all. Did you have you played it at all? I played a couple rounds of it, um, and I'm terrible at it. Uh, I the <laughs> it's I played of Mario Brothers. Yeah. Life. And this is playing through Super Mario Brothers, and this is playing through Super Mario Brothers, but it's just a little bit off. It's just different enough to throw you. And it completely ruins me every yeah. single time. I, will I literally, like, I will die on the first Goomba. I will say, you just have to get over the hump of <laughs> understanding... <laughs> no, but, like, it's not even a get-good thing. 37 years of being great Mario. <laughs> That's the thing, like, it's not a get-good thing, it's an unlearning the... Mario that you know to play this ver like you can't think of it as Mario One. You have to think of it as, as its own thing. yeah, a new Mario. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I like I don't know how long. Yeah, I feel like it took me like an hour to be like, okay, I get the platforming, I get the jumping now, and how it's different. Like I, the momentum and the little bit of extra height that you get now in this game is enough to throw you on all of the things that you need to do in order to succeed. So it's one of those things where, like, if you want to sit down and just, like, play it for an hour, like, I feel like that's, once you get past that, like, that's when it, like, kicked in for me. Of, like, okay, I get the platforming now, I get the enemies, I get the game and how the game is different. Because it's not about getting to the end anymore, it's about, you know, killing enemies and killing other people. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm up to ten wins now. I think last week I was at three or four, so I, you know... Uh, I got a handful more this week, um, but I've just been playing a ton of that. I played more Mario Sunshine this week. Uh, I'm just going through and doing like every single shine sprite in the level, and then moving on to the next one, as opposed to like this one. You said this was your first time playing. It's my first time playing through Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of it? It's okay. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I feel like it's worse because I just powered through Mario 64. Um, because they're very similar, but very different because the, the water mechanic is just, I don't, I don't like it. I'm not, this isn't like a, what a hot take. I can't believe he said he doesn't like the water back. I don't, yeah, but I was willing to be like, maybe people are just, you know, they're, they're just misremembering it because they played it when they were 10 and it was hard and they didn't like it back then. I mean, I liked it. I loved Mario Sunshine. I think it's good. I yeah, think. You know, I played it on the GameCube when it came out. Like, yeah. We were getting that uh, like new on the GameCube and enjoying it at the time. Uh, I can understand why people wouldn't like it. Yeah. I still think it's good. I still enjoy the game, and I'm still like continuing to play it. And the more used to the backpack I get, the better it is because now it doesn't feel. The first like little bit of it felt frustratingly difficult to like understand the like flight of the backpack and the like the range of the backpack and the like holding L or R to stand in one place and spray around. Like getting used to the mechanics of the water backpack is was kind of difficult at the beginning. But now that I have a better handle on it, I'm like it's taking me less time now to get the other like sprites in the levels. I think I'm only in like the second level right now but i did all eight of the very first level and now i'm in the i think it's the one with the like the big ship yard like the dock mm -hmm. one so that's where i am i think i, I have like that's where i was for yeah um i so I, I think i have like six or seven of those of the eight and then i'll just move on to the next one 
Um, but it's cool. Like I, I'm still having fun with it. I'm excited to continue playing through that and then get to to Sunshine. So or um, yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. So I just been playing a bunch of that. I um I didn't get to play Fall Guys season two yet, which I am excited to play. Um, I'm looking forward to the new games and stuff, and it looks like there's some new like incredibly difficult ones and crazy fucked up ones. So I'm excited to uh to play that. But I was just it started I think on Thursday and I was gone for the weekend, so. I'll probably be playing that later today, but I'm excited for that. Should be should be pretty fun. I haven't seen anything of it. Like I haven't watched any video. Like I I want to go in fresh. Like it was brand new. Like I started playing the first day, um, so I'm excited to do that. And then I played more Squadrons uh, in VR, which is super fun. It is uh, like it's difficult because I'm not used to. I'm still like getting used to flight stick controls and everything like that, but I feel like I'm getting a better handle on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like the story mode is still basically just like. We're going on this mission, kill these TIE fighters. We're going on this mission, kill those X-Wings. Like, so it's very similar gameplay. Um, I want to get through the story, though, to then get to the multiplayer, just to see what multiplayer is like, because that's where, like, the bread and butter of the game yeah, is. Multiplayer working also? Yeah, every, the whole game is VR. Yeah. Um, so I'm super stoked for that. But, like, I, I want to get better by playing through the story before I even touch the, the multiplayer, just because if I'm not good... Even like if I'm not even okay or competent, then I'm just going to get destroyed. Now, how disorienting is VR combined with the flight stick? That would be the thing that would kind of throw me off would be looking down at the flight stick in the game. Yeah, we played it kind of bad. Yeah, but we played it for like a half an hour. I played it for like 10 minutes before I almost threw up a load. Yeah. I this. Don't, I don't get like the. Yeah, I'll normally get a headache for a little bit when I'm playing in VR sometimes. It can be a little disorienting, but I never get like, uh, oh, I'm going to throw up or, oh, my God, like my brain's going to melt out of my ears. Yeah, it's or anything. more my brain's going, what the fuck yeah. is going on, rather than like, motion sickness is body doing that. My brain was still confused. Yeah, I'll get like a little bit of a headache if I play for long enough where I just have to like kind of you know, take the headset off, and then I'm a little like, ooh, for the rest of the day. Um, but I don't really get that in this game, which is great, because it's just space, so it's just... Yeah, I don't look... I don't ever look down. That's the thing. I don't ever look down at the joystick, because, like, when I'm sitting there, I'm sitting with the throttle on my left, like, of my lap, and my joystick on the right of my lap, um, even though the joystick in the X-Wing is like in, between in between your legs... But the throttle and joystick in a TIE fighter is the, the uh, orientation I have it. Yeah. Um, so I, I could technically change it and move and reposition, but it's just... You're already comfortable. Yeah, and, and the flight is exactly the same. I don't ever look down at my lap, though, in the game. Like, I'm constantly just looking around um, through the like, the portholes and through the, you know, the glass on the X-Wing of the TIE fighter. So, like, I don't even... I don't notice the fact that the character's not holding it in the same position because I'm always looking either down the nose of the X-Wing or through the, the window of the TIE Fighter. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool. I'm I'm having a blast with it. I'm, I don't regret my flight stick purchase whatsoever. Uh, I haven't even played it in not VR or not joystick because like this is just the way yeah this is just the way i want to play and it's the most comfortable thing yeah the only thing i wish it had was like the you know amusement park feel or like the arcade feel yeah i want something that like moves around as i do because i think that would be super fucking awesome and i know that there's someone who's going to build a rig to do that yeah um but 
yeah, that's that would be that's the only thing that's missing from the setup. Even though I'm using like what is essentially a super mid tier setup of the PSVR and whatever the PlayStation Four flight stick is, this isn't the this isn't an Oculus or you know the whatever the other ones are. Um, yeah, or the the Half Life Alex one, the Valve Index. Yeah, like if these aren't the best on the market uh, VR headset or the best on the market the Hodus flight stick. Like I don't have pedals. This is a very mid-range setup and it's everything that I want this to be. Like it was every, the game is everything I wanted it to be. But because it's VR, I also, I'm not playing as prolonged a gaming session as I would say like a Battlefront. Yeah. Where like I would sit there and play two hours straight of Battlefront because it's whatever. This is like, well, I like I play for an hour and I'm like, okay, I got to take a break. And I don't play it every day because I got to get all things out and then put everything away. And I'm just lazy and we know this. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. I, uh, if you have, even if you just have the VR, I think it's worth it. Um, but having the VR in the flight stick, super worth it. Could you play like VR using I don't think so. I think it's, yeah, I don't think, I don't think so. I think it's either controller or, um, flight stick. Yeah, I guess if you had the move controller in like a racing, I remember there was that one racing wheel that worked with the move. It was like the little big planet karting wheel or something. Like maybe if you had that and that still worked, that you could technically do it, but I don't think it would work right. Yeah, there's not, and there's not, yeah, and that's the thing. There's not enough buttons. Um, but yeah, super fun. Quite enjoy it. Um, but that was all I played this week. So normally we would jump into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week where there's, you know, new Resident Evil movie news and all different kinds of stuff. But this week's going to be a little bit different because uh, breaking news. This is the most lightning round and not lightning round of all time. Uh, we're breaking news here on the podcast uh, that this will be the last episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. So we figured no real need to cover the news this week. So sorry if you were looking for our thoughts on Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remaster uh, or Super Mario World opening in Japan in early 2021, but we will not be t- covering those things. So, Joe, if you have thoughts on the Resident Evil movie that you want to talk about, feel free. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be like all the other ones. No, this no. is a theatrical one. Yes, two of them are Netflix, animated and live action, and then this is a live action movie from the same production company that's doing the Netflix show and also did the other movies. I don't know why you would yeah or whatever that last one was that was clearly the best of all of them annihilation something yeah i don't know resident evil anarchy or something i don't know yeah yeah they're all the same uh but yeah so we figured we'd kind of talk about just the ending of the show and you know, I, and this is kind of like an open forum, I guess. So anything that you guys want to say or anything that we want to talk about one, la- one last time? Uh, I mean, I, I was pretty much already done with the podcast for the, like, four months that I was on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we honestly just never mentioned it. Uh, yeah. Just because, like, when you initially said it, it was kind of like, a, I'm going to take a hiatus for now. Like, I'm going to take a break. I don't know. Just not feeling video gamey. It was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Like we did those first, I think three, yeah, maybe four episodes. Four, uh, Skype, one. Yeah, um, 
which I mean, it worked, but it's not the same. Like we don't get to like, cause normally when we record, like we hang out for like a couple hours playing games beforehand, or we go on a toy run or a game run. Like it was like a whole thing that we normally do as a part of this. And the, the pandemic kind of just shot that all to hell. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like you had initially said like, uh, oh, maybe I just need to take a break for right now. I'm not feeling very gamey. The pandemic's yeah, just kind of yeah, like, we talked about it on the episode that I came back. Yeah. Before the you just weren't feeling before, like, I didn't even play like any video games that entire time. Yeah. Um, but for that, because it was not necessarily a, I, I definitely don't want to do this anymore. We just never mentioned it. It was like, oh, he'll, he might be gone for a couple of weeks. He might be gone for a couple of months. He might be gone permanently. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We still, you know, talked about you and things that you were doing. So you were still technically, digital Joe was still somewhat a part of things. But yeah, we just never really mentioned it. I wanted to keep you honest. That's why I deleted the, the next one. <laughs> I wanted to keep you honest, Joe. Yeah. Um, so I, I was never really intending to come back to any kind of serious capacity. No, but it, you probably would have been here if and when you kept your Series X or to talk PS5 or whatever. Like There would have been little interstitial appearances, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, like, ultimately, just kind of, when I stopped to think about it, like, I, I have no interest in internet person mm. whatsoever. Uh, you're, a, you're a lurker, not a... <laughs> well, like, I, I, mean, I, I don't have any social media or anything like that. Um, I, I, I watch, like, a lot of things. What it, what it really comes down to is uh, internet people are always eventually kind of turned into jerks. Mm. And I, I you started listen, that way. It would have been fine. <laughs> I, I listen to enough, like, podcasts in my days. I've listened to eight hours of worth of podcasts at work every single day. Yeah. I've watched more than enough, like, YouTube channels that, like, eventually, when you can tell that the person doesn't have, like, an interest in the thing anymore, mm-hmm. but they keep doing it because, like, it's their job. Yeah. I'm or they're contracted and... But, you know, like, it's, they're making tons of money. Yeah. It. But, like, I, you know, I was a big fan of Rooster Teeth stuff. And then after a while, like, that didn't make it into a new discussion. No, I want to talk to you about that off the air. (laughs) Just because, like, I've seen, like, little, like, hints of things. Because I don't watch Rooster Teeth. Like, I don't know any of their... I haven't watched Rooster Teeth in, like, five or six years. Oh, okay. Um, Because, like, eventually it became painfully obvious that they were... They didn't want to keep doing it. Yeah. But they were doing it because they were making a lot of money doing it. Mm-hmm. And they just became kind of insufferable because you're just like, yeah, like you're clearly like miserable doing this, but you're just doing it because you have to at this point. Mm. Um, and I've listened to more than enough podcasts where, like, you know, come 300, 400, 200 episodes, like you can clearly tell that they're just like going up to work just to record it and then leaving and mm-hmm. like they don't actually care about the things. And I'm not, it's weird, like, I'm not super into video game culture anymore. Mm. Like, I like video games, I like to talk about the video games that I am playing, mm-hmm. but I don't like talking about everything around video games mm-hmm. anymore. Um, like, I, I talked about this, like, way early on the podcast, where, like, I don't like the idea of video game culture or, like, the idea of gamer culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like when people get into it, or, like, I find it annoying when people get into, like, the, oh, video games aren't, like, 
Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just like, or whatever you want. It's, it's a fucking, it's a toy. Yeah. Like, you don't have to base your life around video games. I mean, we, I think we, every year, except for maybe this year, because I don't know that I saw them, but like every year we covered what things got voted into the Toy Hall of Fame, because that's just like, those are toys. Like, this, that's what this is. Yeah. We collect toys. Like that's this is just another thing that we that brings us joy and that we collect. Yeah, and, and like I like to collect video games. I yeah. like video games. I like talking about video games, but like I don't want to base my life around video games. To me it is a pastime, it is a hobby, but it's not mm-hmm. who I am. No. Yeah. Um, well that's why I like that's why I think we people want it to be who they are. Yeah. And I don't like that. But I think I think we've done a good job in the three plus almost four years that we've been doing this, the hundred and eighty whatever episodes this is, of like mixing in those other things that make us not just gamers. Like, you know, John and I will talk about the Bruins and like we talk about sports and we talk about movies and like we bring those other things in. So I feel like we did at least a good job of kind of differentiating ourselves and not falling into that trap of like, no, it's all games all the time. It's the only thing we can mention is just games, just this, just that. Um, so at the very least, like we kind of stayed true to ourselves in that we didn't get, you know, while we are ending, we were thankfully ending before we got to that point of just like, yes, we are here. The games came out. We played them. They're fine. Um, that we at least still had that like sense of ourselves as a part of it, which I think mm-hmm. is good. Um, what about you, John? What are your I thoughts think, on the end? I'm, I'm interested in the new console consoles mm-hmm. that are coming out. Yeah. And like there are no games that are coming out that like have me hyped. Yeah. Well, yeah, and but I mean I've I've been saying that for you know several yeah. weeks now, and like if I have no input into what's going on in the future, then it just doesn't feel like there's any need to pursue going forward for me. Hmm. Um, and that's kind of like what I was talking about. Like you would just be showing up to just. Like okay, what's in the news? Regurgitate yeah the news and like not have an opinion because I'm not relevant in like what's going on there are a couple things that are coming out that like i have interest in but as the future of gaming like goes forward like i just don't care yeah not to i'm not trying to sound negative just i don't have an interest in that anymore no and like because we were texting obviously like in when the decision about this came down this week to kind of make this the last episode like i do think there will be things like i feel like when you're looking at it more towards like a whole future scape. It definitely seems more like bleak in terms of what you're excited for. But I do think like week to week, there would be things that would get you excited that you would have thoughts and opinions on. Cause like we still talk about things well, like, during the week and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. No, I'm just saying to John's point of like thinking that he was going to like that it was going to be difficult for you to come in and like contribute week after week. I still think that because you like games and because you have your own opinions on everything, you still would have been able to do that and it would have been fun and it would have been entertaining. Um, so I don't want you to think that like you wouldn't have had stuff to bring to the table because you absolutely would have. Um, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Um, so I don't want yeah, so like I don't want you to walk away thinking that like oh I don't like I don't care I don't have these like because there are there would have been things um, that you know you would have enjoyed that you would have been excited for like we still would have got to talk about Miles we still would have got to talk about cyberpunk and things that like maybe they're not lighting your world on fire but they would have been you know quality input that you would have been able to provide regardless. Right, I'm not dropping the children, it's just, uh, yeah, my interest is not as high as it once was. As it, yeah. 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 Like I said, like we'll still talk about video games. Yeah. But, like 
we don't have to be performing in a sense yeah. to talk about it. And like, I, I mean, and because no, we can do it without a microphone. And I don't think that, um, like, I, I'm still, like, I'm the, the person who's still, like, very much super excited about games. Like, I'm very much looking forward to my PS5 purchase. Like, I'm... I know. Uh, I'm, like, I'm in one of those things where, like, my kick right now is gaming. Like, I'm more invested than I have been in a while. So, like, I'm kind of at the opposite end of the yeah, spectrum. But again, like, you know, I started this with Joe in 2017 because we were excited about the Switch. Technically 2016 because we were excited about the Switch. It's almost, uh, I think next week would be technically four years to the day that we did the very first episode. Yeah, it was like, it was October and March, which was the, the break between hearing about the Switch for the very first time and then going and actually getting the Switch. Uh, and that's when we decided to do the weeklies. But like, my kick right now is games. Like, I'm I'm really loving Fall Guys. I'm really loving Mario 35. Like, I'm really loving a lot Squadrons. Like, I'm loving a lot of the things that came out because it's fall game season and, you know, it's new console time. So, like, my interest is still at, like, the highest it's been probably since the very beginning. Um, so, it's definitely something that's a, a more difficult thing for me, I guess. Um, but I still think I'm going to keep, the you know, the Twitter account active. So, we'll still be able to share opinions on things, even though it's not a weekly thing. Like, if you know, big stuff comes out, like, I'm going to tweet something. I might tweet a reaction from you guys if we're in a you know, group text is going off about something. So, you know, we're not necessarily going away other than the weekly show is is stopping. Like, I don't, I, the Broken Clock podcast games, you know, thing will still technically exist. Um, all episodes will still be available until at least March. Uh, and at that point, I think I have to decide what to do with the yeah uh the, the fee or whatever so you know and they're like we may decide that we want to do some other kind of show at some point down the line like not for a while like i think we'll just kind of let things lie for a bit um but you know we've we talked about doing like i've been streaming more so i might still continue to do some of that you know, we've talked about doing like little one-off, like, oh, well, Adam's never played a Souls game, so like we're gonna watch him play that and go through that. Or Joe's never played a Ratchet and Clank. Like we talked about some of those types of projects, which may still pop up, you know, here and there, um, and just be like a YouTube thing, like a special for you know whatever. But not any kind of weekly content is yeah. is gonna go away from us, pretty much for the foreseeable future. But like, if it came to in the stream like at least that we would just be talking about the game we're playing right now yeah and, like if we're enjoying the game we're playing right yeah now. and that would also be a thing where like we could record in a weekend me beating a whole game or you beating a whole game for the most part and then break that up into a month's worth of weekly episodes or something to where we didn't necessarily have to commit every saturday or every sunday yeah that was for like two thing. to three four hours that was another thing Got, uh, I, you know, I, I, I work an annoyingly like mundane and boring job. Hmm. Um, and, He's uh, talking about the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's what he means. And it's the kind of thing where like, I've started to really. Uh, oh yeah, we make we make tons of money. No, Joe, it's just been you and me. He didn't he didn't sign the paperwork. Uh, Our names are on the LLC. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's the kind of thing where like, like I, I work a very mundane, boring job the night shift kind of thing and uh, I really you your I free time forward to the weekends yeah. kind of thing and uh, you know while I like hanging out with you guys and talking about video games and stuff which will still continue yeah uh, it's the kind of thing where like this 
puts an end to like a Sunday for the most part. Yeah, this you know, starts every, work. Every week kind of thing. Yeah, this yeah. kind of starts work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to an extent. Kind of. You know, it's not all day. Like, we record for about, like, two hours usually, and then we hang out for a while kind of thing. Yeah, we get lunch. Like like I said, we do toy runs. We do, yeah. like, we go to the retro game store, and, like, we look for, you know, finds and stuff like that. But and, some weekends, I just want to, you know, just yeah. be a content, a coma kind of thing. Yeah. Just sit around and not do anything and not have to think about anything. I call those no-pants weekends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'd be different if we all worked a standard Monday through Friday, nine to five, because then we could be like, hey, guys, what about like Thursday night? We record a little early and we just have the weekend to do whatever. I think it probably would have been different because um, we could kind of have a little bit more leeway in when. But because like you work till 10 o'clock on weekdays, like. You know, no time. That's John's bedtime. Yeah. Like, that really always kind of put a a, ham, a damper on things. And even when it was just you and I at the start, it would be like, well, yeah, I, Joe, you just got out of work. Do you want to come by at ten thirty and we'll record till midnight? Like, no, no. Yeah, I would assume, like, work, yeah, nobody yeah. wants to do that. Um, and so, always got, like, awkward. A niece, a young niece and nephew, and it would be the kind of thing where, like, my brother would be like, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" Yeah. Like, oh, I, I I gotta record a podcast. Yeah. I can't come spend time with my niece and nephew. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So there, Joe's still gonna say that. By the way, he's still gonna use that excuse. He's not telling. Oh, I he still doesn't listen to the show, so he's not gonna tell him. But that's so that's your built-in out forever. No. <laughs> and your nephew just shoots you in the eye with Nerf darts. So. <laughs> I know, but like now that he knows, now that he knows that that's Joe's <laughs> ultimate weakness, uh, it's just you know he's getting into Nerf guns for the first time. I mean, that's just what that's just what you do now once you learn that, once you have that information. I mean, how do you not shoot Joe in the eye with a Nerf dart? Well, literally, you can't. You shoot anywhere else, it's gonna hit Joe in the eye. I really wish I had planned to have a gun under the desk to then like, shoot you in the eye, right? Yeah. We did that. Did happen once. That happened on an episode. You got hit in the eye with something. Uh, I think it was a wrestling episode. Yeah, you got shot by something. Yeah, and we're just like, and we're like, ah, hit the eye! It did it! It happened. Um, yeah. So I mean, obviously, we stopped the wrestling show, uh, kind of for the same reasons. Uh, well, late no, last year. Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the wrestling show yeah well yeah because at that time it was the pay-per-views were going till 11 and then we had to and get all set up again and that was like during the era when there was two pay-per-views a month yeah so it, it got to be a lot and then you know people just kind of fell off of wrestling you know some oh, people yeah well you were doing that towards the end anyway but like the the people like me john and tyler were still watching you know WWE regularly. I know. Um, so that changed, but yeah. Um, so obviously that's changed too. So like you know, these things go through changes and metamorphoses. What's the plural of metamorphosis? Yeah, I don't know. Changes. I'm just gonna say changes. Um, so this is just another one of those. It is. Uh, I, I'm sad that it's ending. I think you know it's been a fun almost four years. We almost got to 200. I was really hoping that I could convince you guys to stay on until the end of the year. Because the last episode of the year would have been 200. Still like three months. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. three months of me and Don going. <sighs> well, really, yeah, it's only like two plus. And the last two would have been a game of the year conversation. So that, you know, and we would have been able to record those like 
back to back quickly and then just put them out and done like we normally do. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. I was gonna say you've, you've said it, you've said it each of these weeks. Um, but like, I mean, even in like number two, like I liked Ghosts. I bought the limited version of Sushima and like was super excited for that. But I don't even think that would be like top three, maybe. I mean, it was good, I guess. Yeah, I gotta go. I have my list that I have been compiling because that's what I normally do all year. Is I like look at the games that I've played. Yeah, I always go through when I look at like the release calendar. It's uh, one of those things where like talking about like falling off. Like this, this is my beat game list. It's long. How many? Twenty twelve. Yeah. Thirty seven games. Okay. Uh, and then I'll just go to 2019 and see if I finished it. Yeah. 14 games this year, 2019. Uh, 14 games in 2018. 14 games in 2016. And then this year, it's seven games. Yeah. With three months or two and a half months to go. To be fair, though, I think a pandemic had a lot to do with that. If games weren't coming out at the same clip they would have otherwise been, uh, I think a lot of things got pushed until this fall where there's now like a overwhelming number of games that are coming out. Um, so, that, I mean, but also. You were just playing less. Yeah, I've been playing games for a couple months. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, a lot of my... Honestly, I think a lot of my top games for the year probably would have been Battle Royales. Like, I played... Warzone got me through quarantine at the beginning. Like, when that was the only... Like, when we couldn't... Uh, no, it came out in March. Warzone? Yeah, Warzone. Call of Duty Warzone. I, the technical release date is was like the tech. The technical release date is March. Believe believe me, I did this the entire time I was making this list of being like, no, I definitely played it last year because time has no meaning this year. Um, I that's the thing. Like every single thing I found said it came out then. Me either. But yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Makes sense in my brain because that's when I was playing the. Mo I would feel like the time I played the most of it would have been when it first came out because I always fall off of the Call of Duties. Um, but when I kept seeing the release date of like March whatever, March whatever, March whatever, I was like, oh, I definitely played that game last year. I know oh, I did. I must have. That's fucking weird. Um, but like. Five months later. Yeah, but like Warzone got me through the like initial quarantine period of like we can't go anywhere, stores are limited hours, like don't go to the grocery store, everything's closed, like stay home. I was playing Warzone. Yeah, you know, you know, like, I haven't played very many new releases. Well, here's, here's my list, and it's only seven games long. Um, yeah, what's your top ten games of the year? The seven <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Sword. Okay. Uh, it came out in November, though. Did it? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, it came out last year. Oh, that's right. I said, so I finished it in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Okay. Resident Evil 3. Okay. Uh, last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Um, World Shell. Uh, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So that, that's my top three. Yeah, is Hades, Tony Hawk, and Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, my, I mean the biggest ones that I, the ones I played the most of because I didn't I didn't think I beat a lot of games. Like Battle Royals, you can't really finish. So like, no. you don't have Fall Guys. Or yeah. Warzone. But like I, Warzone and Fall Guys and Mario Thirty Five would be pretty high on my list for the year in terms of like the amount of fun I had, the amount of time I put into them. Um, 
I feel like those are pretty high up there. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima I never beat. I did see it's getting a 60 frames per second like boost enhanced oh, mode. So so oh, the multiplayer? No, I'm putting it off. Yeah, I'm putting it off until PS5. I feel like that'll be a game that I'll be excited to have when there's a break in playing like the new games that have come out i'll be like okay cool i can go back it's enhanced i can really get into that one um but like i didn't really get to spend enough time with like iron man vr which i'm super bummed about no absolutely not um avengers i know i'm going to play more of later probably all stars is probably pretty high up there in terms of my game of the year list because it's two games i haven't played before um and granted i was hoping to well, yeah, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars is a is a yeah. new game. So, you know, the same thing. Like, I know Tony Hawk 1 and 2 is a complete ground of remake, but it is... Granted, they did more to that game than, than this one. Um, that would probably be high on my list, the top five. Like, I didn't beat those games yet, but that's a the game I'm going to... Con- like, that's a game for me where I don't need to play through it completely. Like, that's just going to be a thing I'm going to be excited to pick up and play as things go on. Um... Like, Squadrons is fun, but I haven't put enough time in to, like, really put it high on the list. Like, I enjoyed Last of Us 2 for what it was, the continuation of that story. I don't know that it would make my top five if we were to do it at the end of the year, especially with games like, you know, Miles coming out, um, the, you know, the Demon Souls remake, Destruction All-Stars looks like it might be really fun. I don't know that it is either. I haven't seen enough of it to know that, but I don't think... With some of those games that I'm excited for, technically, I mean, I'm even still a little excited for um, Cyberpunk when that comes out. Like, I think that could be fun. I'm not, like, over the moon excited for it, but this is the most I've thought about actually getting it than I did. Like, I'm not going to buy it day one, I don't think, just because it comes out the week after I get a brand new system with a bunch of other games. Um, But it's the most I've been, like, I might actually get that game than I have been since its inception. I'm sure if I managed to get my hands on PlayStation 5 before the end of the year, Demon's Souls would probably be my game of the year. Well, yeah, and I and honestly, because I'm gonna, can, I'm still gonna tweet and I'm still gonna like, you know, give thoughts and stuff on the Broken Clock Pod's Twitter account. We'll probably put out a game of the year list when the time comes. Like, I'll probably still ask you guys. But it's weird. In like, normal conversation, anyway. Looking at this list that I have. I don't think anything is my game of the year. Yeah. It, which is the weird thing. Like, I've played a lot of games. I've only finished seven games, like you said, and none of the ones that I finished really lit my world on fire. Yeah. Probably Tony Hawk for the nostalgia and, like, kick that I got from I, it. Yeah, I mean, you still got an Assassin's Creed coming out. You've and still got... I mean, but, but Assassin's Creed Origins was my game. That's true. Assassin's Two years Creed ago. Odyssey was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be the or- yeah. It could be the origins. So it's completely up in the air. You can't really be sure. Wait, wasn't Odyssey the good one? That was the first origins one. Was the good one. Didn't it go Odyssey then Origins? No, origins and Odyssey. Origins is the first one. I know, but I feel like that's why I'm remembering that it was the other the way around. Okay. No, I I know the I know the. No, because I played Stadia. I'm- 
I know, but I just feel like he's got it backwards. No, I, I do not. Okay. I played the bad one. No, because I played Odyssey as part of the Stadia. But yeah, but Stadia came out last year and Origins Stadia. came out. I'm so confused. I'm going to. Origins was 2017. Okay. Oh, they did Odyssey, skip 2019. They skipped a year. Okay. 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 Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I should have just believed you on your Assassin's Creed mess. I'm sorry. That's my fault. You know what? Why don't you just quit? <laughs> you know what, Joe? You're fired. You proved me wrong. You're fired. Uh, I'm taking all your cut from here on out. Um, no, like, you quit too. You're fired too. <laughs> a lot. I beat it yet, um, but Brett's going to probably probably need top three. Yeah, it would certainly be in your top five, given what you've said about it, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, it would be top three. Yeah. Um, like, I, I didn't like Resident Evil 3 that much. Like, it just felt like a poor port compared to how good of a port Resident Evil 2 was. Which was your game of the year last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, like, Resident Evil 3 was kind of much more of a disappointment. Not a terrible game, but mm -hmm. just not as good as the last one. And it felt like a re... Because, like, the Resident Evil 2 was a very good, faithful kind of update to the Resident Evil 2 original game. Whereas Resident Evil 3 felt like its own game that borrowed parts of Resident Evil 3. Mm -hmm. um, Resident Evil 2. Hmm? No, Resident Evil 3. Like, Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 3... It was like a new game. felt like a new game that... Yeah, like a reimagining of Resident Evil 3 as opposed to a... Yeah, not remake. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 remake felt like a remake. Resident Evil 3 remake felt like a remake. Resident Evil 3 remake felt like a remake. Um, so I was like, this one I've had one. I didn't enjoy Last of Us Part 2. Ghost of Shima was a good game, but it didn't, like, light my world on fire. No, it was the... We talked about it. It's the Spider-Man of it, where it's... It does... It's a really good version of this type of game, but it doesn't do anything on its own to stand above every other type of game in a similar it's, it's vein. A yeah. yeah. Um, Workout was a good game, but it was also like a, a, an indie game. It was a game that I was like more impressed by the work they put into mm -hmm, it than mm -hmm. the game, <laughs> yeah, the game in and of itself. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, Mortal Kombat 2 is probably going to be really good if they make another one. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, really, it was just it's like some people saying like, okay, let's just make our own Dark Souls and put a little twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I'm sure if I play Demon Souls, that'll be my game of the year. Mm -hmm. Maybe if that's a about how it'll be good. Uh, yeah, but as of right now, this year, it's a lackluster year for games. Like, yeah, I don't, and I don't know how much the pandemic had to do with that. Yeah. There was a lot of, like, high-quality games that yeah. just fell short. Yeah. Like, Resident Evil 3, like, I mean, like, um, was great for what I played for it, but then, like, three other things came out after it, and I stopped playing. I played, I played, like, five hours of the Resident Evil So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, this is definitely, you know, something we would have, obviously, another month and a half worth before we would have been able to have this conversation normally, so things would have changed. But, yeah, I mean, if I had to put money on it right now, I would say probably 3D All-Stars would probably be my game of the year. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 
No, but I mean, like, we, we played really we played a lot of it. And, yeah. yeah. It, I definitely played this longer than I played, like, Apex or some of the other shooter Battle Royale games. Um, I think I probably played Fortnite about as long as I played Warzone before I fell off. It was, like, one or two seasons worth. This is the most of any Battle Royale I've ever played. Like, not the most of any shooter. I played a lot of Overwatch, but that's not Battle Royale. No. Um, but this is the most Battle Royale of anything. I played PUBG a bunch. We tried a lot, but it just didn't work on my Xbox because it's, like, a game Xbox. This definitely was the best. I think this was the best shooter. This is the best Battle Royale shooter. Yeah, that I played. Like, I really liked Apex. Um, the hero shooter aspect of it was enough to turn me off, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, just because you could play solos, you could do your own thing, you could squad up, like that, it had enough variety and it had familiar enough gameplay where I, like, like I said, it got me through quarantine at the beginning where, like, I couldn't leave my house. It was just. I was playing at lunch. I was playing after work. I was playing at night. Like I was playing a lot of Warzone. Yeah. So I think it probably would be in my top three just because of the sheer amount of it that mm-hmm. I played. Um, I don't even know what else would be in my top three. Like assuming Fall Guys doesn't completely fall off, you know. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean for that to happen. But um, by the you know with season two and by the end, like if I would play season two and it's garbage and it's broken and there's just cheaters and it falls off, then maybe it wouldn't. But, like, I do really love that game, so that would probably be kind of high on my list, too. Um, so it would probably be mostly Battle Royales, honestly. Mario 35, I know I'm going to be playing constantly. I did see somebody was trying to do data mining on it and found that there's the possibility of other game levels being implemented in the future, which lends to our discussion of, like, oh, maybe it ends in March, like they say, but then that's when Super Mario Brothers 235 comes out. Uh, and they just add new levels to it, and the game still goes on, but it's called something different because it's new levels. Um, so maybe that's what will happen there. But I mean, like, I'm loving that game right now. Uh, maybe once I get to multiplayer and finish the story of Squadrons, that could rank a lot higher. It's just too early to tell right now. Um, so I know at the very least I'll probably put out a definitive for myself top five come the end of the year once I've been able to play all of these things. Um, so I mean, I'll get your guys' input regardless because I'm sure we'll talk about it. Um, but. Yeah, Thinking about it, three since March of 2017. Um, of a generation, however, okay. Yeah, I think that more engrossed in this game, I felt more accomplished beating this game. Like, I've never had an itch to go back and play a narrative game. Ever in my life yeah. until Sekiro. And yeah. like, I still have that. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll go do that again. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I, I was kind of thinking about it of like, which one was like the one that like I couldn't put it down. And probably it's Odyssey, like, uh, not Assassin's Creed Odyssey, oh, yeah. um, but like, well, Mario Odyssey. What? No, Mario. <laughs> Mario, Mario. I couldn't even remember when it came out. <laughs> I couldn't even remember which game came out first. You think I played it for more than whatever, like the hour that I played for it on whatever project. Project Stadia. Project Stadia. What was it called? That no, Project Stream, Stream, I think is what it was called. Um, probably Mario Odyssey. I did not put that game down. Spider-Man, pro- oh, it's close. It's one of those two. In terms of, like, I did not put that game down. Yeah. Powered through it and did everything I could in it and loved every second of it. It's probably one of those two. In terms of the game that I, like, loved the most while, you know, doing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, when I'm looking, like, looking at a massive list of games, yeah. and 
2017, my game of the year was Assassin's Creed Origins. Like I said, what was the only my game of the year 2018? Probably Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, honestly, I might still have that list somewhere. Or oh, God of War, maybe. I think, I think it was definitely. probably God of War was my game. Yeah, yeah, I think it was definitely God of War. Because it's the kind of thing where, like, I, I feel like if I pick a game that I didn't make my game of the year, like, one of those years, <laughs> yeah. I am now, like, a hypocrite in yeah. some way. Well, not really, because you look back on it and... We had time to, like, mold things over. Yeah. And I'm sure probably Sekiro was my game of 2019. Uh, maybe that was recently. No, 2019 was Resident Evil 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we just um, said that. Yeah, I don't. I thought I had that list, but I Honestly, don't. like, looking through these, like, there's a lot of fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I could say. And that, that's honestly one of the cool things about, like, the length of time that we did this is, like, we covered a lot of really, like, this was a really big height for games in terms of the stuff that came out, the stuff that we covered, the stuff that we played. No, there was Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey. Uh, Mario Odyssey, Creed Origins. Uh, 2018, it would have had things like uh, Far Cry 5. I really like Far Cry 5 a lot. Like, those are compared to God of War and Red Dead Redemption. So, it would have been those. Marvel Spider Man. Mm -hmm. uh, the Dark Souls remaster came out that year. Some of, my, some of the like lists that I created. So like 2017 on my list, I had Horizon, which didn't it wasn't in the top. It was just like a game that I played. Breath of the Wild was up there. I really enjoyed Snipper Clips, Splatoon 2. I liked Uncharted Lost Legacy. It wouldn't have, it might have ranked, but just again, it's a one and a half game. Uh, I did really like Windjammers. It was a really fun game, and I'm I, I I'm waiting for Windjammers too. I haven't heard anything about that in forever. Uh, everybody's golf was fun. Everybody's golf VR was fun. Uh, Fortnite I have on my list for 2017. The Battle Royale, South Park, the South Park Fracture of the Hole was really good that year. Mario, that was a great game. Um, where did I just see my 2018 list? So yeah, I mean like yeah, we covered a ton of like really cool. Um, so let's see. Okay, so Spider Man, God of War, Smash Ultimate, Mario Tennis, Beat Saber. Uh, I did like Detroit. Uh, Become Human. I thought that was a fun game. I like the narrative of that. Um, Mario Party. Fire Pro was good. Oh, WarioWare Gold. That was a game I didn't play enough of. The one where it was like all the best mm -hmm. WarioWare games. That one was a lot of fun. Tetris Effect was good. Celeste was great. Mm -hmm. uh, just Modern Warfare for me. I played 
probably sunk most time into that game. I think I put the most time into that game than anything else. Just the regular like, Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. Right, but that was just more of like a mindless thing. That was like six months of non-stop playing that game. Oh yeah, when the end of the year comes out, I'm going to see how much that I played of that. I didn't start until March, so... Oh, you know what came out this time on my list? It was an honorable mention because I think it came out the year before, but I didn't get to play it. It's Floor Kids. Remember Floor Kids? Oh, the breakdancing. The breakdancing. Yeah, that game was super fun. They were supposed to do DLC for that. I never saw anything from that. I know it was like a smaller studio, so. But that game was super fun. I was really into that game when it first came out. Um, that was really. Yeah, I think it came out in 2017, but I didn't play it until. Like, I think I got it Christmas Eve of 2018. Uh, 17. So, like, that was my honorable mention because I played it pretty much. Uh, one bone to pick, though, because I'm looking through my list of games I played in 2018, though I know I didn't finish it, is that I'm sad this podcast is ending before we got to finish playing A Way Up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys played it, but Joe, I'm sad that we didn't get to finish that. Because um, that was not even year in 2018, I think? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, that, I said you two should have just finished. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. The yeah, but believe me, like I've already talked. My sister played it and she wants to play it again, and I've I've had ample opportunity to. It's just never. It's always hard to you know set aside a time to specifically play a thing as opposed to like, oh, I'm playing Modern Warfare. Like, do you guys want to hop in? Like, cause, mm-hmm. like it has to be a thing that everyone like, needs to be. A, yeah, time. exactly. Um, so I'm sad the podcast is ending before we got to finish playing that. But now we can play it without I having to perform. Oh my god. <laughs> We had, as human beings, never had a moment like that ever. It was dead silence when that game ended. So, yeah, bummed about that. Uh, But yeah, last year, Link's Awakening, Tetris 99 was great, Untitled Goose Game was great, Fallen Order was a surprise hit of fun, where, like, you know, Star Wars games had their hit or miss thing. Um, Honorable mention to the the most improved game of the podcast, which is Battlefront 2 for me, which is, like, that game started, like, horse poop. Uh, and I played a ton of that yeah, at the beginning of, of this year. Of <laughs> yeah, but I played a ton of that at the beginning of the year, where like that was the thing I was playing constantly. Uh, Apex Legends was good. Cadence of Hyrule has been a lot of fun. Have you played the DLC for that yet, or the new stuff? Yeah, uh, everybody's got VR. Ultimate Alliance Three. I'm gonna that too. I've never finished it, but got very close to the end. Cuphead, I really enjoyed. That was another one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, just a lot of good stuff that I'm glad that we got to, you know, to play together and talk about together and just kind of, you know, to be here for all through all of it. Ooh. Uh, no, it's nice. They're gonna ship it to you. Yeah, yeah players are ships in America. Well, I mean, but so close. Joe practically lives there. Oh, bummer. Um, so yeah, I guess is there anything that like what's the one thing that you're sad you're not going to get to talk about on the podcast that you're like super looking forward to in the future? Anything? Yeah. Like I said, it's the only thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Everything else is just like, I just saw play Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I, I am looking forward to the Common uh, Rider game. I don't think it's going to be good because <laughs> they're never like, actually good. Has games. there been a good Common Rider slash Power Ranger slash anything of that ill game ever? Uh, they did. They probably played enough of them. He owns all of them. What do you mean? Are you insinuating Joe's bottle thing he hasn't played? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, like they they did ones that were Dynasty Warriors games. Mm, that seems like that's uh, what those games are for. They never had an English translation yeah. version, so like I couldn't understand anything. But this one said. does. This one has English subtitles, nice. so I don't at least be able to understand it. Nice, John. Anything coming? Like even if it's three, four years down the line, like you can't wait to play Elder Scrolls Six, and you're sad you won't be able to talk about it with everybody. Mm, not really. You mean like? Kind of my reason for favorite well, yeah, yeah, yeah. is like there's nothing really on the horizon that I'm like super stoked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I I loved Yakuza one and like the franchise, but still haven't played three through six. <laughs> so, oh really? Yeah. Oh, like I I, I mean I played like parts of I think six because that's what yeah. started it all for me. You like, watched me play six. Yeah, but then I. Oh, I've only played through all of one, gotcha. and then started two. Well, I mean, this one's like... Sure. Yeah, it's, it's a, a different game. It's also a completely different yeah. game. Right, well. and I'm sure it's going to have, like, you know, uh, towards the rest of the series. It is something I've actually been meaning to go back and play recently, yeah. but that's because of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Pokemon DLC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon's good. Yeah, what do you think uh, the future of Pokemon is? I didn't even finish the last Pokemon DLC. I guess at the very end, and I was like, I don't want it to end. And did that thing that he did. I don't want it to finish. So I did Breath of the Wild. I didn't finish it before the sequel. I did every single thing in Breath of the Wild except for the castle. Like, everyone were like, okay, now I'm going to Hyrule Castle. And I'm like, no. No, no, no. Yeah. And then the DLC came, I was like, I'm going to do the DLC instead. And I did all the DLC, and I was like, all right, now go to Hyrule Castle. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, you guys are going to get to talk about Pokemon Snap. So sorry for that. I don't care. Wait, there's a new Pokemon Snap coming? Yeah. Pokemon yeah, there's a new Pokemon Snap coming. Like a new Pokemon, or is it just a no. new game? Uh, it's a new master of the, the original. But like with all new Pokemon and like all different like it's 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 For new but also it's a remake. Do you want to spend sixty dollars on a new Pokemon Snap? I didn't like Pokemon Snap. I don't think <laughs> anyone liked Pokemon Pokemon Snap. They liked the idea of it being able to go to Blockbuster and print out their pictures. That's yeah. it. Huh. I I don't know how I could believe this. It was like one of those weird like it wasn't a Nintendo Direct, it was like a Pokemon company direct. The same time they asked Pokemon Smile, the uh, iPhone game that teaches you how to brush your teeth. Oh yeah, you won't get to talk about that. It's already out. You won't get to talk about it. You won't get to talk about it. Yeah. You haven't been playing the Pokemon Brush Your Teeth game. Or Pokemon Sleep. Yeah. The Pokemon Sleep game. Yeah. You brush your teeth in Pokemon and then you go to sleep with Pokemon. No, there's in it like like to your yeah, like a sleep. that has a, like, Pokemon thing to it and tells you if you're sleeping while well or not. Yeah. Okay. Sleep drugging. Okay. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you because that's exactly the kind of thing that they always did. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, cool. Well, yeah, we kind of already talked about why everything's happening and, you know, kind of gave a nice little wrap-up to, you know, what we've done thus far these last three-plus, almost four years. Is there anything else that you guys want to say for our final time before we sign off? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Like, this is, there's no template for this, you know. We didn't discuss this ahead of time, per se, so I just figured give you guys the floor if there's anything else that you want to... No. Okay, that's fine. 
Um, I'll just say thank you to anyone and everyone that listened for any length of time. Uh, no, that's not true. There's we were we were getting a decent number of return people each and every week. Um, so thank you to to anybody and everybody that listened to a second, a minute, a whole episode, or every episode. We appreciate it. Um, like I said, I'm still gonna keep tweeting at Broken Clock Pods on Twitter. Um, the Facebook one will just go away. I don't think we're doing anything there anyway. Um, but this is uh, a message to my future son. <laughs> when you go through. Just know I was murdered at the end. No, I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, Those will be there. What's that? Uh, Fornication. Oh, never mind. Yeah. (laughs) It's taking a pivot. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared for that pivot. Um, But no, yeah, thank you to everybody that listened to a second, a minute, whatever. I do appreciate it. Like, this was mostly for us to do for fun. So anybody that got any kind of enjoyment out of it. Yes. That's why we're stopping it now. (laughs) Uh, Then I I hope you got some even little piece of enjoyment out of it. Then it was all, it was all worth it. If that's the case, I'm sure somebody liked it somewhere. Um, But yeah, like I said, I will continue at least I plan to still tweeting at broken clock pods. Um, So make sure to give it a follow there if you want to keep up with us in any kind of capacity and anything that we do. Um, We'll probably still try to keep streaming every once in a while. I don't have like a set schedule for it. Maybe we'll see if that changes when PS5 and stuff come out and there's more things to be excited about. Uh, So that's our YouTube channel. Still, We'll still be active in twitch.tv slash broken clock podcast. You can kind of see that there. So, um, but yeah. I guess that will do it then for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Uh, remember that up until this point, the Gamescast is available every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. It will still be there for any back episodes. If you missed any episodes of this or the main event podcast, those will all still be up um, for at least the next several months, uh, at which point I may pivot it to somewhere else that I can host uh, for cheaper or whatever. I still have all the episode files and everything, so... Um, those will still be there for that period of time. So if you missed any episodes or want to re-listen to any episodes, um, you can do that there. Um, yeah, I think it covered every other basis. Like I said, at, at Broken Clock Pods will still be somewhat active, um, probably just reacting to the news as it happens or any big stories or whatever, jokes here and there. But um, that'll do it for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Uh, once again, as always, my name is Adam. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah, wear those masks and vote. Like we don't get political, but seriously, vote for whoever you want to. Just vote. Don't be don't be lazy. Don't sit at home. Joe, I'm looking at you. Vote. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at you. Vote.